This week, Digital Homicide commits brand suicide again. And don't think we won't find you at Hypnospace, Outlaw. Mother Russia may bleed, but is it a matter of murder? Or just Edmund McMillan's new game getting a name? If that last part didn't quite make sense, it means you're listening to episode 106 of the Indie Game Riot. This week on Indie Game Ride, I am Josh, of course, joined by yes. Tech. Hello. And also this week on Indie Game Ride, it's episode 106. Yes. And also this week on Indie Game Ride, we're talking about indie games. Surprise, surprise. And uh, also this week on Indie Game Riot, we're down another person, just like last week. That's uh, kind of a normal, like, I feel like this has become a two, like, every time yeah. there's three people, like, one of you counts as a guest now. Like, this one seems like... <laughs> yeah, Jeez. really. All right. Well, yeah, Rev is not here, unfortunately. Um, I actually don't know exactly why. I'm just assuming it's work. Uh, yeah. He just tweeted, like, sorry, guys, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, okay. I believe him. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's probably work because fuck his job. Yep. Um, right in the ass. Like oh, well. Big, giant, purple dildo. Yeah. Uh, you hear that, Rev's probably... boss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, while you're, while you're uh, drinking fine scotch and laughing about the 99%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Keep it, keeping us under your, your, <laughs> your big, white, old man thumb. Yeah, totally. So that's, that's how this USA America... Yeah. Uh, so we don't know why he was gone. Yeah. I uh, I was sick. I was having some pretty bad vertigo because of an ear infection. I I also what a pussy. uh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I went to the doctor because I've been having trouble hearing out of my right ear again. This was a problem that I had four years ago. Went to the same doctor that I did um, when I did that again. Same problem. I got fluid in my eardrum. It won't hurt me, but it is the most frustrating and annoying thing in the world. Like, was it and painful or was it just... No, it, it was It was not painful. Like, well, you couldn't just I wasn't... sit straight up and you had to, like, lay down. Oh, I couldn't even lay down. The The, the world was going like this. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, but... I don't know. I like that... Before like... before I had that issue, I went, I went to the doctor because it, it was just bothering me beforehand. And um, I had probably the, the worst medical test done on me it was horrible it was it was the worst a lobotomy no they they (laughs) stuck that that i've had happen to me consciously okay Okay. Um, consciously yeah what kind of life do you live i've did you have your kidney stolen no i've had to i've had to be put under they've stuck cameras and down my stomach yeah yeah yeah. but uh this time i got a camera stuffed up my nose Mm. you know have you ever had one of those pains where you felt it burnt and it hurt, and I had never felt those parts of my body before. And there are parts of your body that you never think of feeling. Yeah. And 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 all of a sudden, when you when you hurt in a place that you didn't even really like knew inside. existed inside. Oh yeah, like, it, like it felt like it, it was like it's only gonna go in like like an inch and a half, and it felt like like the whole like foot and a half of this thing was like in and <laughs> down my throat, you just got your and it was nose like fisted. it was like. Yeah, and it's like, 
and he's like, breathe through your nose. I'm like, because <laughs> it hurts so bad and it tastes horrible. I can tell you, I can, I can want, like, it hasn't happened to you, but I no. can tell you a procedure that would one up that. Oh, uh, I know. I, a friend of mine, I'm not going to say who, but a friend of mine has, um, apparently it's a really common, like one in three guys, I think have yeah. these like, I guess it's like a cyst, like right on top of their tailbone. Oh God. And the only way, first of all, it's like it's it's not really curable. They yeah. can they can try and get rid of it, and it's like a fifty fifty that it'll come back. And Ugh. the only way to do that is to give like a little bit of local anesthesia, and then basically take a really sharp melon baller and scoop it out while you're awake. So that's a good thought for this show. <laughs> I'm just making a weird face. I guess you can't really see it because I'm like looking at my keyboard. Oh. Yeah, That's pretty bad. apparently, like I know, I know another guy who was like a friend of the friend uh, that had the same thing, uh, had it done, and it was like the most excruciating experience of his life. Apparently, wow! Like they even had him bite down on shit, <laughs> and you know it's gonna hurt too when the like if you ask when if the it, doctors when just the like, doctors like this is gonna hurt. <laughs> it's like all right, we gave you the local anesthetic. Here's two shots of whiskey and a rag. Yeah, <laughs> it was a stick to bite on. He just yeah. pulled off his belt. Here we go. Uh, so you know, oh, man, it could be worse. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, although with uh, the with the with the like the dizziness, like that uh-huh. feeling, I don't know if you ever got. Uh, tell me if it's like completely different. But okay. I don't know if you ever got the feeling like when you lay down that you're kind of like on a ship. Do you ever get that feeling when you lay down? It's, it's not. It's not like I'm on a. Sh- Sometimes I feel like I'm falling backwards, like into myself. Uh, I don't really feel like I'm on a <laughs> that ship. Sounds like there you're high. Been... Yeah, no, Dude, it's man, not. Fun. I'm falling backwards. The, the, the into best. Myself. The best way that I can describe it feeling is I felt like I was drunk. But I wasn't like mentally impaired at all. It was just my body was like, "Hey, man, things aren't right," and I'm like, "I can tell. I'm falling." <laughs> Actually, I, I compared you to—I uh, still can't remember her name, but you know Arrested <laughs> Development. Vaguely, there's a there's the one character that uh, like fucks the one son. Okay, I don't. She lives know. across the hallway, but anyway. She uh, okay. she has vertigo too. I I compared uh, you to that. If anyone knows the rest yeah. of development, knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just like I don't fucking. It's not funny. Uh, anyway, but yeah. yeah, that's uh that was horrible. No, don't ever have problems with your ear, nose, or throat because the doctors are great. The procedures aren't. Um, and and so I've been taking Flonase every day, and I can actually hear again, and it's blowing my mind because it's been a problem for months. And then other than that, uh, Jesse's been working on the comic a lot. Uh, if you go to Catamarina, catamarina.tumblr.com, or you search Catamarina on Topastic now, which is a site, uh, we're almost done with the first episode. Ooh. And it's it's like, um, you know, it's it's really cool because we've been doing this for three weeks now. We have we have nine pages that are each. I did I did the math earlier this week. I was like, okay, how many square inches do we have of comic? And I'm like, we have 100 square feet so so if we printed these out in full size it would be 10 feet by 10 feet of comics I'm, it's digital so it's not the same but i'm excited because being here reading it from the beginning and even before that to be honest yeah uh, uh-huh. because of the stuff you told me beforehand yeah uh-huh. uh i get to watch it evolve because if uh-huh. you ever go yeah. if you have like a favorite if you have a favorite uh web comic you know there's always an archive if you go yep. way back to the very first comic, it looks totally different uh-huh. <laughs> from, from the most recent and, when and it's it, been like yeah. a year or two or even more. And uh, t- 
to not and I'm now by no means am I saying it bad. I actually think it's really good, but it always yeah, no matter ex- what it's going to evolve. Changes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm excited to see to see that evolution firsthand mm-hmm. now. Well, the really cool thing is that um we this the story that we actually had here and this is really cool. I know this is making the the starting part of this uh kind of long, but this this actually yeah, goes into in like for creative rep. Exactly. This 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 fills in the the sort of like creative process too because uh, this idea was an idea that we've had for months, really, like a year, if not more. And it's finally turned into like what it is now. And before the, the comic was uh, even released in the first place, we had the, the, a bunch of different ideas for the comic sort of laid out. And, and we sort of had basic storyboards. And then we're like, all right, let's do it. And we started doing the comic. And then as soon as we started doing the comic, we realized we don't know exactly what we're doing. But we're just going to roll with it. And so recently, Jesse and I just took we, we took some time out of like working at the comic and we're like, OK, let's write down a list of things that we want to change and make better in the next section, because we're, we're already sort of locked into a to a feel and a style for this episode. And, and we're going to be moving away from that because of the different ways that we're planning things and writing things a little bit differently. But if you, if you take an active approach to bettering the, the product that you're, that you're doing, you're going to make it better and, and keeping, keeping the, the things that you need to keep in mind. Like one thing that I, I wrote down on that, the first thing, uh, more windows <laughs> because we don't, we haven't drawn windows. Luckily so there is a window. She lives in a dungeon. actually. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is not too far off from from where Jesse lives, basically. <laughs> um, but it, it's I'm, yeah. The, the the watching the creative process and and working with with somebody else, um, and and working as a team of creative people, it's it's really cool when we have a <laughs> when we have a page lined up and, uh, and and ready to go, and we're like reading through it. And we're actually like giggling because it's actually kind of funny. And it's even funnier. Uh, we read through uh, the entire thing in the voices of the characters because we sort of have the the, the ideas for the voices of the characters, and uh, it's great. And I really wish See, we I, had. It's weird too because I have voices in my head that are probably completely yeah. different from yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Cl- Clyde might be close because you yeah, know, we uh-huh. you know about, about it. it. Yeah, but. Uh, like the the voice I have in my head for Catamarina is not Jesse's voice, even though I'm uh-huh. sure it's like it's pretty well, much she, Jesse's she, voice or closer to it's, that. It's it's similar. Like some of the talking mannerisms are similar, but like it it doesn't it it sounds it's close. Yeah. Also, hi Pedro. That's, Pedro. See, you get shout outs. Yeah, uh, when you're in live chat, so go join that. This is a very laid back back episode. It is. It is. It is a really chill episode. Uh, but it's like you know. Yeah. Well, my week, since we're moving on, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, uh, is uh, boring. Uh, although, oh, you weren't here last week. I got a. No. I don't know if you saw the cage earlier, but uh, we got a guinea pig. Awesome. Um, the name is Fluffernutter, because of, of course. course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, uh, she got sick. She has a cold or ah, possibly crap. pneumonia because guinea pigs have really sensitive uh, respiratory, respiratory systems. systems. And, you know, new place makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was the, that was the thing because I, I called because it's still within that 14 days 
they have like a return policy for 14 days and I didn't return her uh, yeah. because we're attached to her already. Um, she's the most tame laid back That's guinea awesome. pig that we've ever had. We've had three before her. Um, so we really like her, but, uh, I called because w- within that 14 days, I was like, well, they're still not supposed to get sick. So you guys can take like treat her and get her to a vet instead of me paying however much yeah. a vet costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that's what they did. And I was talking to a lady, uh, from the store and she said that it's probably because of that whole new surrounding situation. Cause yeah. not only, I mean, they come from wherever they're born, they get mm-hmm. shipped probably a couple times and then to the store they get put back in an isolation chamber, and then after a few days, they get put into a new place out on the floor to get sold. And then we got the we actually got her like a week after they got put out. So mm, all that yeah. like change of scenery is yep. really stressful to them. Probably totally uh, lowered the immune system, got her sick mm-hmm. easier, that sort of thing. But hopefully she'll get better because it'd be very sad if not. Well, I mean, like you know, they're relatively hardy creatures. I mean, they might get sick easy, but you don't really hear like, oh yeah, yeah, guinea guinea pig dies after four days of home i don't know maybe maybe it does i don't know <laughs> well you can't like i mean they're like sheep you, you, they're, they're they're easy to take care of yeah exactly um, you know it's just it's feed feed and water them whenever they need it hey they're, they're they do need attention they don't they don't they do need attention because they're social we actually want to get yeah. her a friend um because no matter how much you might get attached to them they would still prefer a guinea pig yeah to be uh-huh. a friend um but they need vitamin C because they don't produce vitamin uh, C yep. themselves, which is another reason they get sick easily. Um, so that is one thing you have to like. They they require a lot of nutrition, like hay, yeah, to, mm-hmm. for their digestion. Vitamin C stuff, like so veggies and fruits and uh, supplements, and then their food yeah. and water and bedding. But a lot of the stuff you don't have to get all the time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. So, like once you get it, you're set for a while. I'm wonder. I'm wondering if you can if you can use like a like fruit peels and stuff for uh yeah they they can eat they can eat pretty much almost all fruits and veggies um some of them have different adverse effects like some make them gassy yeah uh, or constipated or diarrhea like citrus obviously has a lot of vitamin c but because it's so acidic it can get Uh, mouth sores um so what's actually best for them is dark green stuff like broccoli has cool broccoli has even more vitamin c than oranges do and it's wow. a lot better for them. Um, peppers sucks. The broccoli's gross. It's like like peppers that aren't like hot. You know, just like the regular mm-hmm. bell peppers. Yeah, like green peppers. Um, and then cilantro is really good for them. Or Weird. Something. Oh, zucchini is really good for them. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they, but I mean, like, why not eat the too. zucchini yourself? You know. I'm... <laughs> oh, we, yeah. We basically oh. like, split the zucchini. <laughs> Hold on. I uh, I need to find a picture. I I don't have it. I don't have it up. But you mentioned zucchini um, last winter. We, um, oh, you guys planted stuff, didn't you? Yeah. So, well, well, before we planted stuff last winter, uh, we well fall we we bought a pumpkin as as people oh, do. Oh yeah, your pumpkin. And it. yeah, yeah. And so I I found out why we had this pumpkin grow, and it's because before the Steroids. pumpkin that we had rotted, it it froze, and mm. we had it like in like a compost area, whatever, and. Then it started growing, and we got four and a little pumpkin. If you can that, see that. Out of the one. pumpkin that froze. Yeah, out of the out of the pumpkin that uh, it turned off. <laughs> out, out of last uh, last season's pumpkin, and that biggest one is uh, 
Yeah, the the biggest one is uh, is nineteen pounds. Damn. Yeah, it's great. So I want to grow like are you thirty more the plants next or week. Are you just gonna have them there? Uh, I don't know. We're, we're we might make pumpkin pie. Uh, we might. I definitely want to grow more next year, and because now we have the greenhouse, I'm like plant some seeds, start them in the winter, so they have more time to grow. You can get but, massive, massive pumpkins. Oh my god, yeah. But one of those, the one kinds that you take to like state fairs and get a blue yeah. ribbon. So yeah. Oh my god. You know what else gets a blue ribbon? An Indian's injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an Indian news injection? Thanks, Indie Games. This week, starting out, Indie News Injection, uh, you, you might remember a few months ago, a company by the name of Digital Homicide, who also went by ECC Games, or Every Click Counts, sued, or tried to sue, Jim Sterling, who was a big, who is a did big that, uh Did that YouTube. turn out already? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they dropped it, or if it never came they about. Drop it. I mean... I don't know. I actually, yeah, maybe I they know. shouldn't, and I'm not. I mean, I they should yeah. morally, because well, what the fuck. But they, as they many just... as many uh, frivolous lawsuits that happen, I can yeah. imagine. Like in my head, I'm like, there's no way they could win. But at the same time, sometimes the fucking U.S. justice system I... is retarded. And I'm sorry I mean, for using that word like... if you're offended, but sometimes it is just stupid. <laughs> We're using it to describe the justice system. It's fine. Uh... <laughs> So, Digital Homicide, I'm just going to call them Digital Homicide because that's way easier than saying ECC Games. Yeah. Um, is suing 100 Steam reviewers and they Why don't even have, I don't know, but they don't even have the real names of the Steam reviewers. They only have the How, usernames. How'd they serve them then? Well, they haven't served them yet. They have filed. I guess- I guess they could so, subpoena Steam for the information. They are. They have subpoenaed Steam for the information, uh, but uh, they haven't seen it yet. Uh, some usernames that are that are out there, and I'm. I, I think I can talk about these because you can change your username whenever you want. Uh, Demon Sword, <laughs> or Nathos, or uh, Carl Pilkington from oh, good. the Rick and Jimmy's <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Um, that one's gonna be. Uh, oh yeah, and then and then John slash Jane Doe's twelve through one hundred are the defendants. Um, they filed this on September twelfth, two thousand sixteen. There are records that are public that you can uh, look into them. They've got all of the. Uh, in case anyone's interested, I'll post. They, it they, they have all these images in a live chat. Of, oh uh, yeah, do you want me to? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna link it. Why I not? Did. I, oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, th- those are all of the the court documents. Uh, Ro- uh James Oliver Romine Jr. is absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, not only that, if you search his name in Google, because I was like, what is the name of their game company now? And I searched it. And all I can find are other lawsuits. <laughs> it's gone. It's it's almost to the point where I'm looking at these and I'm like, is this just a way that they can launder money? Well, they're sure as hell not making money off of their games because it's you like they're that. not making money. They're, they're they're not making any money on games. If you don't know, have, by the way, they, if you don't know, Digital Homicide is notorious for what people consider to be shovelware. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
And that's what the whole Jim Sterling thing started off because Jim Sterling covers a lot of shovelware because it's funny to tear them apart, I guess. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever, to each their own. Um, But they, I don't think, consider it shovelware, which is why they're pissed. Or they're just fucking cons. I don't know. Allegedly, excuse me. So don't sue us. Um, I'm trying to find any of their any of their games uh i i guess i i guess i can't uh <laughs> they have they they actually took don't go to their website um, no they they actually <laughs> if i if you go to rami's twitter uh which is where i found this before i saw you put it in notes already um yeah he actually posted a screenshot of all of their games that they have actually been removed from steam all of their games Wow. Wow. It's weird. I found their website earlier when I when I was hanging out with Jesse and um it's horrible. They have one of those like stock photos of a of a of a what looks to be a stripper, a blonde stripper in like partial football gear holding a football. And it's like that picture, that picture, that picture all saying digital homicide on them or ECC games. I don't know anymore. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And they're and they're suing. They're suing a hundred people, Steam reviewers. And I don't. I mean, obviously, nothing's gonna happen. I don't. The whole thing is just so ridiculous. And I, but the fact, I mean, it hasn't actually gone to court yet, right? No, no, no. It so was only like... it was filed. They they paid the filing fee. They they've spent. They I, just spent four hundred dollars. That's why I like. I feel this. like I feel like they're just. Wasting money because I feel like this is going to get thrown out as soon as the judge sees this. Like, you, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, just get out, get out of my, get yeah. out of my court. It's uh, yeah. obviously it's it's kind of fun. Maybe they're just doing it to stay in the spotlight. <laughs> and maybe that's true. But why? Why? Any? Why? Any? Any? Uh, what's it? What do you? Uh, any? I cannot think of words tonight. Like any promotion is a good promotion, bad or good, right? Yeah, except it's not when you don't have anything that you can buy from them. <laughs> well, there's always their reputation of future games, right? Oh wait. Oh yeah. Uh, well, speaking of reputation of future games, um, turns out that uh, Edmund McMillan, the um, the developer yeah. of Super Meat Boy and uh, Binding I, of Isaac, thank you, Binding of Isaac, man. I, uh, they have a new game coming out, uh, which is very time for cucky. Yes. And if you don't know what that is, that's a free game that he created on Newgrounds. Uh, it was an excellent puzzle game, by the way. I love it. Um, but it looks like that game, to be honest. But they're calling it. Hopefully, I can pronounce it right. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Yeah. Ouroboros. Boros. You were right the first time. I fucked it up. There you go. <laughs> Um, so that's something to be excited about if you're a fan of his games. I am a fan of all games except for Binding of Isaac, but it's not because the game's bad. It's just because I suck. <laughs> I suck. I can't, I can't, like, can't handle it. I'm not very good at those games, and I'm just like, you know what? I, I can't, uh, can't play it. <laughs> yes. But Super Meat Boy, also incredibly hard, but that's a different kind of hard in my mind, to be honest. So. Mm, yeah, it's a more twitchy kind of hard, whereas Binding of Isaac is a learn the mechanics and also play enough so that you can unlock the things that you need to finish the game with. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a roguelike. What do you expect? Yeah. So, 
but it's a roguelike that you can't beat in the first sitting. Is there any other information that you found out about Ouroboros, or just the name? Pretty much? No, that's that's it. Okay. That's truly that that's new, and that's what it is. So I'm like, I figured, you know, he's one of those original big indies that that paved the way for the modern indie scene. Why not? You know. I'm st- he, he, I still want to start that uh, indie game Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, and he would definitely go in that. Of course. He's one of the. Uh, I don't know if I would say pioneers because indie games have technically been around for a right. long time. But I, I think he he. Um, but he's he one cre- of the, he's one of the people that really like was like indie games. Yeah, he he pushed the the there. modern envelope. He 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 played the system the right way. He got his game on Xbox, right. and uh, and I think the rest sort of pulled between everything. him and and uh, Behemoth and yep, uh, Jonathan Blow. I think yeah. People like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Well, that will bring us to our discussion point, which is Steam reviews. Yes. Not too long ago, they actually changed up Steam reviews to where you c- they actually have um, most recent reviews, which is mm-hmm. was a really excellent change, actually, because, uh, for instance, we didn't cover it on the show, but we were thinking about it um, until it basically bombed, um, was a game called Slain. And he popped up in our chat one day. That's how we found out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but it was like the animation and the art in it was fantastic. Oh yeah, back, slain the back thing. to hell. I remember that. Uh, well, it's not. It was. It was just called slain, and then it bombed oh, really? because the mechanics in it were so jacked up. Ah. Um, and then basically he was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, I want well, him and I guess whoever was helping. Um, they fixed it and re-released it as slain back to hell. Which apparently has very good recent reviews. Yeah, and since that, so this is where that whole recent reviews change helped, because that was one game that was just going to be hidden for forever until he re-released the game, uh, mm-hmm. and those recent reviews were like, well, because you can still see that it was mixed, but most recent reviews are very positive, because he made all these changes, so people are like, oh, well, it he must have fixed it, so now I can, I'm more confident in buying it, and therefore it helps devs. So... Along comes another change not too long later, who you might have heard of, um, <clears throat> where they are basically getting rid of, or not getting rid of, but they ad- introduced a filter to the reviews, and it defaults to uh, not show uh, people who have gotten review keys and you know f- the free keys. And the whole point of this was to crack down on the whole incentive-based free key thing. Like So like give me a good review on Steam to help push me to the top. And I'll give you free game um, because that's bullshit. It's not really fair. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's cheating. Um, of course, it's working the system, and that's so. It's cool that they're cracking down on this. The problem is, a lot of people are saying that. Well, um, not that's not everyone is doing that. You know what I mean? And, and you're taking out a, a chunk of positive reviews, you know, possible positive reviews for games who weren't doing that. It's just that they were good games, and people were like, "Hey, this is a good games." Thanks yeah. for the free key. You didn't tell me I need to put a good review, but I did. So that's where the whole uh, divisiveness <clears throat> comes in for that. Well, here, here's another thing, too. Um, any game that was crowdfunded and anybody who backed yeah. the game on Kickstarter or Indiegogo or anywhere who has a key from that, their reviews don't matter. Uh, anyone who bought the game directly from the publisher or developer on their website doesn't matter anybody who bought the game off of humble uh their code doesn't matter and all of a sudden 
Steam has sort of created an environment where either you make sure that all of your people buy the game through Steam so we can take our 40% or whatever it is from your sales or their reviews don't count, which is a sin. Like that, that's really what it, what it is. And that's why it kind of pisses me off really, because that is a problem because there, there was a, there was a developer. uh, I just, uh, I, I can't remember where I saw it. I I was looking into it and there was a, there was a developer who's like, yeah, all, all of the, most of my game sales are through my website and their their direct purchases, so I can keep most more of the money than through Steam. And now, all of all of the reviews that those people have written are invalidated. My game looks like shit on Steam, and I'm going out of business essentially. And it's yeah. like that, that's an extreme sense, but like yes, there are good things about this, but there are also like but Steam it, is hurting. Maybe, maybe it comes down to first of all, it comes down to what size developer you are like how successful your game is initially right mm-hmm. and also and also it, it it comes down to which is the lesser evil um because i mean part of the I mean, same thing with like green light where people just basically like free keys for good green light for green light votes you know what i mean um that sort of thing so it's kind of helping clean up steam i mean people bitch about this kind of stuff on steam and how it's getting flooded with bullshit and well it's getting flooded with bullshit for these kinds of reasons but then when they do something to fix it, now you're complaining. But at the same time, and I was reading, I was telling someone earlier, I forget if you were here or not, about, uh, I think it was PC Mag or PC Gamer, I forget which which one, um, talked to a whole bunch of devs, Jay Tholen included, um, uh, and bigger devs as well. Okay. Uh, but they were all fairly successful devs. Right. Um, uh, what they thought about this. And the vast majority of them, if not all of them, because I didn't read every single one, because they, they actually talked to a bunch of them, uh, said that they were fine with it. Because even even if you take out the the reviews from the people that got free keys from them, like, I forget who it was, but someone had, oh, uh, Project Zomboid, we featured okay. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they have like 200,000 reviews. And they've been out for a while. They've been because they're going through early access. They've been out for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. But they had a bunch of reviews from people on Desura uh, because they originally released on Desura before moving to Steam, and they gave Desura shut down for one. But they gave all the Desura people Steam keys. I'm one of them actually. Um, so those people's reviews no longer counted because they were kind of as free Steam keys since they didn't buy them on Steam. Uh, but it was only like two hundred. So 200 out of 200,000 is like 1% right. and exactly. does not affect them at all. Mm-hmm. And this is true for most, you know, not everyone has 200,000 reviews, yeah. but it's, it's like, it's I was just for looking at, uh, uh, because you mentioned it, uh, slain back from hell. Uh, if you, if you look on their steam page, uh, they have 603 reviews of those reviews. Only 133 are key activations. Um, it's and that's, weird. that's a little bit more of a chunk because, I mean, that's, what is that, like, that's, uh... It, out of 603, that's, that's one... Six that's percent. one sixth? Yeah. No, that's, that's not six percent. That's, uh, one, one sixth or... Sixteen percent. Sixteen percent? I don't know, I mean, Matt. I'm not but yeah, anyway. Like, yeah. Uh, 
so but it, the point is is like it, for these fairly successful devs it doesn't really affect them that much it's the smaller devs that get like 20 reviews 30 reviews right exactly where that hurts so because even if it's a really good game and they deserve those positive reviews let's be honest not all good games get the attention they deserve hence some of the reason why we're here yeah um, exactly although we cover you know bigger games too because they deserve to just as much but the point is, is that uh, it really depends on your point of view. And to be honest, Steam needs to be fixed and cleaned up. And I think it's it's well, kind I of mean, a, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a growing pain, and yeah. it sucks for people in that position. Mm-hmm. But you know, for the future moving on, people are going to know now yeah. what to expect. You know what I mean? And and I mean, like you you also have to consider that Steam is it, it was sort of the first. It really was the first thing to do what it's doing. Peter, really, Peter's mentioning like now devs won't give free keys or sell in humble. Yes, they will because, I mean, the point of giving free keys is not those reviews anyway. The point of giving them is for people like us to talk about them on our show or write them yeah. on the website or something like that. It's that or play them on YouTube. And also on Humble, they will because they're getting 90% of the cut on Humble as opposed to 60% I, on Steam. You know, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever looked at a game that I was sort of interested in, look, looked at the fact that it's like, oh, mixed reviews, and just been like, I don't, I don't care then. If this game has mixed reviews, I don't want to buy it. I've always been like, mixed reviews. Why is it mixed? Is it recent? And I, you know, like you, you check it and you're like, all right, this per- that's a joke review. That that doesn't matter. What about joke reviews? Well, sometimes sometimes people are just fucking stupid. Let's I know. I know. Uh, and it's not even about it's not even about joke reviews. It's just like this game sucks. Like really? Like why don't you just, why don't you just keep your mouth shut unless you have something like legitimate to yeah. say? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I look at I mean, the reviews like when it says mixed, that does give me he- hesitation. Yeah, but to, usually but it I makes will me look like check further like, into why it. is it mixed? Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say the, the steam spy, uh, chart on it. I, I didn't look through it a lot, but a lot of games that got hit by this very hard, uh, are like really under the radar games that I have a majority of. of those. I mean, like I said, there are games that get very little reviews that are legitimately good. But I bet a majority of them are the uh, are the um, uh, digital homicides of the Steam community. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like exactly, it, it, exactly. I, like I said, it sucks. Like I, I sympathize for the people that are getting affected that deserve more exposure. Uh, but in the long run, when talking about the whole community, I have to say that uh, you know it's kind of collateral damage f- for the good of the whole. Yeah, if that makes well, it. I mean, sound, least, it sounds insensitive. I will but. say that I will say that that um, it isn't as bad. I feel like it isn't as bad as some people are saying because they do have the the big thing where it's like, hey, some of these are key activation reviews, some of these are Steam reviews. You you at, on your own can decide if the the act, key activation reviews are worth it and good. You know. Mm-hmm. So, and and like not you know paid sort of like uh like like right now I I just clicked on the key activation reviews um for the for the for slain and it's like all right cool so the the most recent review for that 
oh yeah, they have four and a half hours or fifteen hours, and then oh, a few people played it for a few hours, you yeah, know. They, but but seeing, it's like they, they, they're real time, reviews. I think maybe that's a maybe could be a better way of doing it is having those uh, key activations and stuff like that, and only letting them review based on the hours they play maybe yeah. although i guess it well, sucks but, because for but, some but games is, what if it's what if it's like a 30 yeah, minute game yeah. and it costs 99 cents yeah, like that true. it's hard yeah. i i don't i don't blame steam as much mm-hmm. as other people are exactly. but at the same time i do sympathize for i it's uh i you know what i think that we should wait at least a few months and Wait until nobody remembers it. Wait until this feature has become relatively normal and nobody's freaking out. And then come back and be like, okay, what does this look like now? And how much of an effect has this had? Because I, I bet it might act, it, it might have an effect on, on some, but, but as a whole, I don't know if it will really make a difference maybe it will maybe it'll I'm cause you, i'm a calling big it right now up, it's but. just it's just growing pains it'll everyone yeah. will get over it and it'll be done yep and then everyone will be i think the it. i think genuinely the the smartest thing that steam could do right now is l- pretend to listen to people and and just say like we're listening and then not roll anything out for six months and then by that time uh everyone will forget yeah uh but you know what people won't forget about people won't forget about the crazy game that we're going to be talking about next in Starting the Riot. Oh, yeah. This week on Starting the Riot, we are talking about a game. I feel like we're alternating between between Devolver games and Tiny Build games for like the past (laughs) month. Uh, Because this is yet another Devolver game that we're covering. But hey, they have really good taste in games. So as long as they keep bringing good games, we'll keep talking about them. Uh, this one is called Mother Russia Bleeds. Um, Mother Russia Bleeds is actually a uh, like a 2D beat 'em up brawler type of thing. So in the, in the same vein as like remember those uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time and yeah. Golden Axe and mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of games. Um, so it's in that kind of a mechanic. You can play one to four players. Um, local, takes, local, yeah. Uh, takes place in like an alternate timeline of U- of the USSR. Um, and you play as this guy who's imprisoned. He's like got a really bad drug addiction, um, and he's trying to uh, you know break free. Obviously, so um, it's really in Devolvers. Even though Devolver doesn't have like a hand in really making these games, they sent, they tend to pick like the same kind of feel to it, and these like weird psychedelic, uh, brutal gory like you can see just in the gameplay right now just some of the weird shit yeah. that's going on like, what the uh, hell is that thing in the background uh zombies yeah you know it's, it's a giant it's russia you can't you, 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 it's a giant know. gator bear connected to you know, you know what that looks like that looks like you, you know the uh there was like a russian experiment where they tried to keep like a the the head of a dog alive out of outside of a body and they sort of did that or something Man, is that a real like, life was that a real life thing yeah, it was really I mean, technically, unethical I think, and horrible. Yeah, like, I, I would imagine it's got the same look to that. It's 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 Russia. You could do a I think lot. Technically, of though, crazy that is stuff. possible because I mean, it's like the same kind of thing where theoretically, yeah. I mean, in the hospital when you're on life support, this. I mean, you know, nothing. Technically, you know, your organs aren't working except for your brain, right? Right. Totally. So, and it's, well, it's theoretically you know, possible. Yeah. 
But I mean, you know, it's it, it, this game is uh, not for kids. You see, it is for men and women. But I was gonna <laughs> share this with my four-year-old. Yeah. Um. Really, really cool. I, I like how I, it's it cool. Is, it is sort of colorful in a way, but not like in a way that is not like as as common. Candy, candy as Land Fun Time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of like um. Uh. Punch Club. You know how Punch Club sort of had a, a the, different feel, even though the, the style was somewhat it's colorful. Similar? It's colorful in the way that Piss is colorful. Like, it's bright it's sort of, yellow, it's sort of, but it's still Piss. It's, you know, it's sort of Russia colored, really. <laughs> I, I feel like they really... You're saying Russia is that. colored like Piss? No, not Piss. You hear that, Putin? <laughs> you know, you, you know, like, when you look at a picture of, like, Hong Kong or something, or you look at a picture of, uh, of like, one of those, like, well, really, like, like, differently polluted areas, okay. and it really well, sticks like, out? Think of this, like, like nightlife in a big city where it's pretty seedy and shady but it's still bright and colorful because of all the neon signs and shit yeah totally it's kind of like that right yeah maybe yeah and technically the... speaking there are scenes in this that take place at nightclubs and shit like that so right exactly uh, but... uh you could pick this uh go ahead i was gonna say that there's some weird shit in this game so just looking at some of the screenshots i mean you're seeing it now the pigs but there's like that mutant that you saw in the cage i think you fight it at some point according to one of these screenshots there's a guy sitting on a throne made out of entrails <laughs> i think uh there's there's a fight scene where people are surrounding you uh with pig masks on and banana hammocks polka dot yeah banana hammocks i swear i've seen this we were talking before we, we, we covered i've been this. keeping my eye on this for a while so it's possible we, we, we must have it. we must we must have either mentioned it like in passing or covered it for something because i've i've definitely i've definitely seen something i like i like the varied attacks in this so it's not just so like yeah, like in a lot of the beat-em-ups from the good old days um they were they had varied attacks, but it was like three. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's still pretty standard. Like you know, you go through, fight the things, and you know the the most difference you would see in in like the enemies would be like in boss battles, for the most part. And otherwise, there would be like you know like three different levels of bad guys that you'd have to fight. This one, you got all kind. I mean, you're you're dealing with a pig that all actually the, beats it, you up and the enemies up. Some enemies are yeah. are melee. There's another you saw earlier. The one guy was like throwing potions at you. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, then, up... and then not only that, but when you pick up different weapons, they have different attacks. Yeah. So, like, when you had the knife, you were like, yeah, stab the guy in the gut, stab the guy in the face, now he's dead. Whereas, like, you know, you, you have the the, uh, the the fire extinguisher, all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, I can whack you with this thing or, like, throw it and really screw a lot of people up. Like, it's... Th there's there's enough variety to make this retro-styled beat-em-up into a very, like, modern-feeling, modern-looking game that is like unique in that way it's uh i saw like there's a review i saw someone uh i think it was pc gamer uh but they said it's like it's like a side-scrolling beat-em-up with like infused with hotline miami like with that whole yeah mm -hmm. fucked up psychedelic style totally the pixelated weird shit yeah yeah, uh, so you can pick this game up for fourteen ninety nine on Steam. You can also get it on GOG and Humble if you want. Uh, just for Windows, Mac, and Steam Play, or twenty five bucks gets you an extra copy of the game, uh, a digital, the digital soundtrack, and the behind the schemes mini documentary as well. That's some pretty good value for twenty five bucks. The, uh, are, it's, it's more than just a soundtrack. It's a bunch of other stuff. I don't think we mentioned it. The game is made by Le Cartel. Le yes, Cartel. Le Cartel. 
Uh, and it is single player or local multiplayer uh, or local co-op. Uh, it is split screen. You don't. They don't have servers running. I bet you might be able to. I don't think you can. Uh, it, it just might not be in the in the system at all. But maybe it'd be land. cool. Yeah, you you might be able to land, but if you can get it to work and really uh, get into it, uh, t- top review better than No Man's Sky. There you go. <laughs> well, that's all you need to know, I guess. That's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, is 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 there anything else that that we do need to know about Mother Russia Bleeds? Uh, you Other need than to that, know that you really need neat. to purchase it for yourself and all your friends. I feel like this is one of the most. Uh, uh, indie news injectiony games of of starting the riot that we've done. What? You know, because it's like you got the drug, the drugs, and everything. Oh, I you see. Know, what it's you're like saying. if you, it feels like it should be in the indie news injection side because of the title, but this uh, the no. game actually oh, hey, is a good bridge. A yeah, it's like a good bridge yeah. between all of our all of our segments because it, it goes from indie news injection because of the drugs to starting a yeah. riot because you're fucking uh-huh. fighting mobs. And yep. into Peep Show because you probably make your way into a strip club at some point. Yeah, speaking of Peep Show. Know. Speaking of Peep Show, it's Let's uh, go there. Do the Peep Show. Time for the Peep Show. Please give all your attention to Early Access. <laughs> This week on Peep Show, we have a Kickstarter from Jay Tholen. You might remember Jay Tholen from doing the talk at IRX, or the talk at IRX, or the interview with Indie Game Riot, or the guy the who made Dropsy. Yeah, Riot. or the other interview with, with uh, on Indie Game Riot, or the game Dropsy that he made, which everybody loved. Or from uh, us riding his dick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, best hey. podcast that Jay Tholen has ever been on, Indie Game Riot, 2014. He's a, he's an Look excellent programmer and he's excellent great. dev, excellent musician, excellent pixel artist so we celebrate amazing talent and that's why we ride that dick <laughs> yes uh and let me tell you Hyp- hypnospace outlaw looks pretty freaking cool well at what? first glance me... you're like what the fuck is this <laughs> if like if you didn't yeah. know jay Tholen, well, you know what's, I mean? what's really what's really cool is when i when i first looked at this i didn't know that it was jay i immediately clicked it and I went right to the video, and I was like, click it, video. And I watched the whole video, and I'm like, yeah, I'm liking this. This this has a familiar yet yet different feel. It's got a it's got a sort of a vaporwave vibe to it. Not the music, the look. Just... And uh, and then it, then it's like Jay Tholen. And I'm like, of course that dude made this game. It, 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 you listen to the music, and it's just oozing Jay Tholen. You can tell Tholen. just by the colors themselves, man. He wears yeah, shirts exactly. this color. Uh-huh. Yeah, he does. All these it's, colors on the shirt. It's it's so cool. So so for those of you who are not, I don't know if we're showing video of this. We are. We are. Uh, for those of you who are at home who are not able to see this, you you basically are interacting with an operating system on a computer, and this uh, com- this operating system lets you go through hypnospace. I think it's probably called and the hypnospace highway and feed adorable pets and protect the operating system and police the internet of the future i've always uh, wanted a winged hamster yeah exactly it, it's it's so neat and it's got those uh you're, you you remember like the, the weird 3d gifs of of you know 12 years ago no you know the weird the weird 3d gifs that were like strange and and like <laughs> dithered like like they are here you know Okay. They were, they were like you know like six like like two hundred fifty six color 
Right, I, I think I know what you're talking about, and they were like kind of Uncanny Valley type. Oh, way Uncanny Valley. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. Th- this really has a has a feel like that. It's it's so funny because because it it's supposed to be the the Internet of Tomorrow, but it really feels like the the 90s. Russian Internet of yesterday. <laughs> Uh, which you know, it's sort of the Orwellian internet of yesterday because you do have to go in and uh, look at chat logs and blog posts and deal with ads and viruses, and you also have uh, money to spend on your vehicle to police the 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 hi- hi- hypno space highway. It's it's very very neat. It's sort of like if Techno Babylon was about the real life cops in a in a dystopic uh, future. This is uh, if you were a regular uh, citizen on a computer in Techno Babylon trying to uh, stop people from thought crimes and uh, normal everyday things. Uh, there, he's looking for twenty eight thousand dollars. He's already gotten fourteen thousand seven hundred dollars as of the recording of this video uh anywhere from one dollar uh which gets your name in it, which gets you the name in the credits uh 10 bucks you can't use that one anymore 12 bucks gets you a digital copy of the game and your name's name in the credits all the way up to if you really oh wow somebody's already paid 1500 bucks for this by the way yes yeah i saw he uh tweeted that someone picked the, the highest one already it was like pretty early yeah. on uh-huh. so they're already uh, so- he's already halfway there yeah, so if you have uh, if you have five hundred bucks, you can get the Hypnospace app developer perk, which is all of the digital and physical rewards. Before this, uh, the team will work with you to create a small, simple in-game game or application. The app must dire- not directly uh, reference real properties or people, obviously, and you'll be in the credits as Hypnospace app developer, which is pretty freaking cool. Oh, yeah. Because. He's sort of doing what uh, what Tim Donnelly is doing with all the mini games, but with different applications. And you know, it's it's an actual operating system, so you can drag the applications on the desktop, and the the it'll like interact with you. The the hypno space police force or whatever. I think the whole and, like police force thing is what intrigues me the most because there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of games coming out now that ha- kind of going towards that whole like uh, Big Brother type vibe where you're in the place yep. of the Big Brother, which is. Probably because, you know, that's the world today now, pretty much. Thank you, 1984. Um, but it, it's it's intriguing because it's that plus the craziness that Jay brings to this. And it, what's yeah. funny, though, is that there's craziness to this, but sometimes I feel like Jay doesn't actually mean it to be that way. <laughs> like, I think this is just him being him. And, yeah. uh, and by the way, if you don't know Jay um, or, or, haven't He's played, great. or haven't played Drops, you can go play it, by the way. Um he his his big thing is making games that are, uh, you know, nonviolent, n- not not really violent games, but um, happy games. That's what he's yeah saying. So there's like there's there isn't like his games have an undertone. Obviously, there has to be conflict and things like that. But uh, the whole it's not it's not a downer. Yeah, the whole concept of his games always seem to revolve around joy and happiness. Yeah, um, you know, and kind of overcoming bad things and to be happier that sort of thing so which is always a cool perspective because a lot of games are the opposite they revolve around violence and uh scandal and you know things like that that yeah, aren't exactly. necessarily positive light Either things, way, light things are nice yeah. let me tell you hypno space is great listen to the song at the end of the video it got stuck in my head oh seriously it's like <laughs> 
<laughs> no, for real. Like the music, the music in this, A plus, top do you notch. Want me to, by do the you soundtrack want to, right do now. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, play it for the people. Hold on, let me. Uh, yeah, do it. I gotta it's, find I'll it. tell you. What, I'll tell you where to start it. I'm sure Jay won't mind. Yeah, start it like the the two minute mark. Yeah, I get it. the two minute mark. We'll play the same. Yeah, just shut off. Classic J. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, he's an interesting person. Incredibly nice. Definitely go support yeah. J. Definitely uh, check this, it out. <laughs> get this, uh, get this game funded because we need more J in our lives. Oh, and let me tell you too. Uh, I showed this game to Jesse, and Jesse was like, "I am actually really excited for this game. This is one of those games that really sticks sticks out to me." And she's not really big into games. Like she's into like older like how, games that she grew up with. I like how that's your like your measure of like how intriguing a game is. is yeah, as uh-huh. if Jesse gets into it. <laughs> Because yeah, you always exactly. did, you always, like there's certain games you always say that like and you know it's good because Jesse links it's good yeah exactly because if Jesse <laughs> could like it then then uh, then you know that it, it meets a certain caliber of of interesting for real uh, so Hypnospace Outlaw for Mac PC and Linux uh, from the creator of Dropsy Jay Tholen on Kickstarter right now go check it out yeah uh, you know what else you should check out you should check out. Going mobile. Going mobile. <laughs> I was going to be like, what should I say? Can't think of anything. We're recording. We're fucked. Oh. Huh? <gasps> this week on Going Mobile, we have a game that will bring out the uh, inner clue lover in you called a matter of murder um matter murder like i said at first glance looks like a mobile version of clue to me however there's much much more to it um first of all it's procedurally generated so it's not the same map over and over uh, although that the one that you were just looking at did actually look like a lot like clue um but it's procedurally generated so it's it's got infinite replayability because of that um the of course the aesthetic is much much different with the whole hand drawn uh, aspect to it, and there's like a stylized uh, type of thing with uh, the characters and, and the backgrounds and things like that. Um, you can actually investigate the surroundings for clues. Uh, there's p- logic puzzles that you have to solve within the game, so it's not just like I said, it's not just deduction. There's there's little mini games and puzzles and things like that that you have to. Uh, put into it uh there's actually a campaign mode so it's not you can do the one-offs but the campaign mode will take you through like a set linear a linear set of uh of puzzles and things like that that you have to go through to figure out who killed who would where and with what uh so that part's like clue obviously um but that's about it that that's similar to clue uh of course there's actually uh, randomly implemented uh, plot-altering elements that can change the entire course of the story that you go through each time. So again, infinite replayability with all on top of the procedurally generated, uh, you know, map and content and stuff like that in there. Uh, 
Oh, and yeah, the soundtrack's uh, very cool, too. <clears throat> yeah, uh, $2.99 uh, on uh, the App Store, Google Play, or Indie Game Stand. Yeah. Uh, it is by uh, Worthing and Moncrief. I think I'm... Very, yeah, yes. Worthing and Moncrief. Uh, very... I don't know if all their games are like this, but it seems like everything to do is in like a very like proper Victorian British. Yeah. Like, rah, 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 rah. I'm actually there checking we their are. website now. Cheers. Currently they only have a, a matter of murder available. Uh, is that the only one available? I thought they were uh, the, in the pipe. They, they are working on a game called the eerie apartment. Ooh. That's a, keep an it's eye on the that. dating game. Uh, the Jane Austen meets the dating game in this riff on caustic liberty rivalries. Actually, sounds the, interesting. Yeah, I'm exactly. my eye on that one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so definitely a lot of cool stuff in the pipeline. Uh, if, if you're itching for uh, that new clue experience or that you know mystery experience, which I think a lot of people uh, have, definitely check out a matter of murder. Mm, yes, I do say. Stab it, you stab, my good man. You know what else I do say? Anyway. Do you know what else I say? What else do you say? It's the end of the show. It is the end of the show, my good boy. The end of the show, yes. The strangest uh, end of the show, yes, we will. Shall we, we will. talk like this for the rest of the show? We shall talk like this for the rest of the show. <laughs> you just <laughs> devolved into this. I got rich. Uh, you gotta yeah. imagine you have a big nose. We won't do that. Mm, I can't even yeah. understand what I'm saying. Good talk, Luke. Mm, yes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, That's end of the show. like you're trying to keep your back straight at all times. Mm, what, what, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like you have books on your head. Good, good posture. If you want more uh, Indie Game Riot, <laughs> I, don't want... how, I don't know how you do it. I, I haven't done the outro. What gives you really good posture is uh, donating to our Patreon. If you like what we do and you want us to continue to grow, then please go to patreon.com slash indiegameriot. A dollar or more really helps. Yes, and it helps the website grow. Speaking of website, <laughs> indiegameriot.com. You should definitely check it out for, for your local news. And you sound uh, like, keeping up to date with the indie games. You sound like you sound like you sound like a British guy doing an impersonation of an American radio announcer. Yeah, <laughs> just doing an impersonation of a British guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, uh, I, well, of course, uh, the other ways that you can help us is by contacting us. You can go to uh, hitbox.com/slash Josh and Yaw every week. Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and just chat with us directly in the chat. I told you I would talk like this for the rest of the show. Yes. <laughs> now you sound like... Now you sound like, like Tom Brokaw or like... <laughs> like <laughs> Rush! Or Ed McMahon. <laughs> I'm channeling my inner pooch. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I do say, my good man. Otherwise, you can go to Twitter at... IGR Podcast or Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. And of course, you can just email us. Go to old-fashioned, old-time email. And uh, contact at IndieGameRiot.com shall be the email you send your email to. And of course, all this and more is on IndieGameRiot.com. Any did I last we had? Did I mention we had a Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> now you sound, like, now you sound like a TV announcer. And did I mention we have a Reddit? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Let me tell you, Indie Game Riot brand soap, the best soap you ever did here, but don't your take accents, my word for it. Your just accents the, just go, like, 
yeah, at no, least yeah. you have this common theme of old timey, but it just yeah, it exactly. goes from like over here to the other side of the spectrum. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. I'm going through I'm going through uh, the generations of, of an immigrant moving from the UK <laughs> into America. Pretty, the pretty, the end of the show like, you got to end up God. the end of the show you got to talk like a valley girl. There you go. Right. I'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs> Is that your last words? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, oh, what folks? Oh, it's my turn now. It is yours. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. Or, oh my god, Toodles. Toodles.